Y'all, it has been quite a rocky season, but let's dive into that a little bit. Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome to the podcast where I share my thoughts and opinions, bringing you a whole different perspective and hopefully get you thinking. This week, we will be discussing mental health, so buckle up. Here are my thoughts. I've taken a few weeks off of the podcast, partly just because of life being what it was, and also partly because of my mental health. I knew that that was going to be the next topic of discussion, and I was in a very raw, vulnerable state in regards to my mental health, and I wanted to give myself time to feel and process and be present without also having to come at this podcast with just all emotion and a lot of rawness and a lot of vulnerability, and and I wanted to do it justice. Again, I don't have very many notes for this particular episode, so just to kind of preface it, I don't know where the conversation and my thoughts are going to take me, per se, just in case, because I'm talking about mental health, I have a feeling that topics like self-harm or suicide ideation could also come up, so just as a trigger warning, feel free to skip this one or jump ahead, whatever it might be, Um, just take care of yourself and do what you need to do for you. So a couple weeks back, I took a burnout quiz. I, as part of some professional development, am part of this group talking about burnout, resiliency, and coping mechanisms. And I was given this quiz. I scored a 57 out of 65, two reactions. One, holy shit, that's really high. And I didn't expect it. And then the other second reaction was also, Yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense. My mental health has been wild as of late. I definitely have a lot of good days, a lot of grateful feelings. I track in my bullet journal sort of how the overall day was for every single day of the year. And there's a lot of really good. In those moments, though, I have also, especially recently, really been struggling with things like my mental health. I think there was sort of a resurgence starting even about a year ago where I noticed my mental health was a little bit wilder than it had been previously. And that has ebbed and flowed these last year, these last 12 months or so. The pandemic has forced a lot of things into focus for me. It has put a lot of things into perspective. It has given me new insight into myself and my goals and what I want and how I want to be spending my time, which I am thankful for all of those things. And as I often tell people, self-reflection is also really difficult sometimes and really hard work because it can bring things to the surface that you maybe weren't anticipating and therefore are maybe not prepared to face. And that has definitely been the case for me. And while I'm thankful for all of these new reflections, it also makes me go, what the hell do I do with this information, with this new insight and this new reflection and this new 
learning that I've had for myself, what do I do with it? Where do I take this information? And it's that second piece in particular that I think I've really been struggling with because sometimes it feels like I I can't do anything with these new thoughts and these new feelings. And for somebody who, yes, is a massive self-reflective person in general, but I'm also a problem solver. I want to fix, I want to solve, I want to come up with things to make it better. I think I have natural inclinations to see things from a bird's eye view and then love to get in there and make changes, make adjustments, offer suggestions, put together resources to make things quote unquote better. That is all very natural for me. When it comes to figuring out what to do with this new reflection, that's harder. And sometimes it feels like the choices that I feel are necessary or that I want to make are ones that I also can't at this time. It's as if my hands are tied a little bit. And that has been so difficult to acknowledge, be aware of, and then have to figure out a way to be at least okay with it. My journey with mental health started way back when, over a decade ago. I was struggling in high school, but didn't have the words to articulate really what I was feeling and what I was processing and what I was going through. I'm very fortunate. My dad's insurance through his work allowed for therapy sessions for, you know, employees and their families. And through this very random self-realization, I finally agreed to it. I was still really hesitant about therapy. At the time, I was swearing against it. I didn't know much about it. I didn't want to participate in it. Turns out, best thing for me. Surprise, surprise. I now sing praises of therapy and counseling to literally everybody because I think everybody can benefit from having that type of connection outlet. Late in my high school career, I was diagnosed with depression as well as three anxieties, general anxiety, social anxiety, and obsessive compulsive disorder. While it was hard for me to take in that outcome, it also was very empowering because it finally gave me the words to articulate what I was feeling. I now could go and research what depression was. I could look into social anxiety and I could find words that people much smarter than me had put together to describe these nuances that I was feeling. And for me, that was amazing. Being misunderstood is one of my biggest fears, biggest issues, something I really just am not a fan of. So when I wasn't having the words to articulate what I was going through, I was struggling. Having the diagnosis helped me to put some of those words in place because I was reading about depression and going, yeah, this is what I feel. And I could point to something. I was bullied in high school because of my mental health and the diagnoses I had received. And I am by no means the worst of people who got bullied that I know of. And I've heard horror stories from lots of people. And compared to that, I definitely had it pretty mild. But it still happened and still impacted relationships I had with people. And it still was really hard. 
I began really diving into these topics and doing research and wanting to sort of get my hands on various literature to learn as much as I could about what I was experiencing. It's through those discussions with others, through that research, that I really started to take onus of my mental health. I do not feel I am defined by my mental health, but I do feel that my mental health makes up a big piece of my identity because who I am when I'm having quote unquote bad days, that's not a separate version of myself. That's not this other alien life form. That is me. My mental health is me. It is a portion of me, my life, my experience, how I show up in this world. So for me, taking onus of my mental health and reminding myself that, yeah, this is who you are, but at the same time, you're not identified by this has been very empowering. Sometimes that's hard to remember, but I try to make it work as much as I can. Through the years, I have learned really great coping mechanisms, and I'm so thankful for counselors that I've worked with and friends and their support, research that's been done, trainings that I've gone through. Even being able to share my own story with other people has allowed me to learn about myself and enrich my experiences with my mental health. Now, even though I have a lot better coping skills than I had years ago, it still can get the best of me. Honestly, today is Tuesday. It was four days ago on Saturday. I was having an incredibly rough day. My depression was just all-encompassing. I had a lot of snowballing thoughts that were not positive. I felt completely out of control. My memory was lapsing. I was anxious. I get like heart palpitations when I'm anxious. I shake. And it's hard, I think, sometimes for me to articulate what my symptoms feel like and how they manifest. Because when I'm in it, sometimes it's hard for me to say, oh, you're having accelerated heartbeat. You're having these certain type of snowballing thoughts. You are experiencing X, Y, and Z. That means you are having some type of depressive, anxious, whatever episode. I know that is a good skill to hone and I'm still working on it. I'm still not fully there yet. There are times when I can recognize when I'm having moments and there's a lot of times when I either don't or I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. And I almost choose to wallow. I choose to sit in those feelings and I let it take me over. I don't know if I'm giving really good space for this topic and how all-consuming mental health can be. And I'm failing right now to find the words to truly articulate that. I really am struggling to find the words right now of explaining how this just takes over everything. It impacts me, obviously emotionally, but it impacts my thoughts, it impacts my actions. There are times when I'm feeling so anxious that I am like, go, 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 a mile a minute, I am like laser focused. That's what it looks like to the outside world. Internally, it's just anxiety brimming to the surface. My depression can make me feel really lethargic. It can make me just feel gross and disgusting. And yeah, there is that aspect of like, oh, you're quote unquote sad, but that's 
that's not even what it is. Like, it's just so hard to, to share and to, to articulate everything that's happening during those instances. Even this past Saturday, I was having a really hard time and I told one of my girlfriends, hey, I am struggling. I am, I am struggling with everything that I am experiencing right now. And she was so great because one of the things she said to me was, Hannah, if you were sick, this wouldn't be an issue. If you hurt your leg, this wouldn't be an issue. But because it's mental health, you're struggling. You're not giving yourself that grace to say, okay, I just need to listen to my body. And she's right. She was so right. And I know that. Like, I know that now a couple days outside of the situation. But in the moment, that was the furthest thing from where my head was. We do not treat mental health the same way that we treat physical health. If you are hurt, if you are sick, if you need consultation, if you have concerns, whatever, you go to the doctor, you tell somebody, you talk about it. But when it comes to mental health, we just don't. We we keep things to ourselves. We try to go it alone. We try to be stronger than this. We try to learn. We try to strengthen ourselves from our trauma. We simply, as individuals, as a culture, whatever, do not treat mental health in the same way we treat physical health. So why don't we have conversations about mental health in the same way that we have conversations about physical health? There are so many people who are working through trauma and trying to heal and trying to push through their mental health on a very regular, if not daily basis. If something can be as all-consuming as mental health can be, why aren't we having more conversations about it? And conversations that are free from judgment. And that's both personal judgment as well as external judgment. You are not weak because you are dealing with mental health. You are not a bad person because you are working through trauma. At least for me, I feel like there can be a lot of guilt that often gets associated with and wrapped up in my mental health. I feel bad because I'm having bad days, bad moments, bad weeks, bad years, whatever it might be. I feel guilty because when I am having episodes of depression or anxiety, I am not, at least not in my opinion, able to really perform to the highest degree. And sometimes that means how I show up in work, how I show up in relationships, how I just show up in the world. That guilt then seeps into additional other snowballing thoughts that then feeds the giant monster that is my depression or my anxiety, whatever it is that I might be feeling at the time. Mindfulness, meditation, exercise, moving my body, reflecting, journaling, reframing negative thoughts into something that's more positive or at least something that's more neutral doing things that bring me joy, reading, crafting, this podcast even. There are a lot of things that I try to do on a regular basis to help combat both my depression and my anxiety. Sometimes I win that battle. Sometimes, especially lately, I do not. 
The point is there are a lot of strategies, mechanisms, tools, coping that we can learn, develop, fine tune for ourselves when it comes to mental health. There are a lot of options out there that can be picked and chosen from to sort of create a customized blend for you to help you in that moment. Yet from one moment to the next, the skills that you may need to deploy are not always going to be the same. I think the problem with us not having regular conversations about mental health is that only gets us so far. At some point, it is very likely that we're going to have to talk about mental health because people get to the point where that is pretty much their only option. Things have escalated so much that they have no other option but to have the conversation about their health, their well-being, whatever it might be. Showing support for either yourself or somebody else in those moments is so huge. I felt terrible, terrible when I was talking to my friend this weekend. I was ugly crying on the phone. I was just beside myself with anxiety and guilt and everything else. And not only was she so great in reframing my you know, physical health versus mental health discussion, that was fantastic, but she also just gave me grace to be and live and to sit with these feelings and do whatever it is that I needed to do with absolutely zero guilt, zero shame, zero judgment. Now this friend, is a fantastic human, so it's not surprising that she would do this, but it's also something that I wish we had more of. I wish there was more discussion about mental health in general, more education about mental health overall for all people, so that when you or somebody else you know is struggling, there's more grace shown. Grace for yourself to work through whatever it is that you're going through, more grace for the other person. Like I said, for some, for many, mental health can be all-encompassing, impacting emotions and thoughts and actions and work and relationships and sleep and personal hygiene and just everything else, every facet of life, I feel can be touched by mental health. And I feel like we're sometimes doing a disservice to ourselves and to others by just ignoring that, by just saying, well, why are you just sad? Why don't you just leave the house without having to touch your doorknob three times before you do so? Why can't you just, why don't you just? Because there's lots of times when I think, yeah, I do wish I could just get over this. I do wish that I could just go to that event without racking myself in anxiety and having to hype myself up for an hour before the event without having to come up with some type of exit plan before I even get there. I do wish I didn't have a new OCD tick every few weeks that I like physically cannot get myself to stop until the new one sets in. It would be great if I didn't count things all the time and therefore not always pay attention and I'm not always present in the moment because of it. It would be great if I didn't sometimes struggle to get out of bed because I just simply could not face the day ahead of me. I would love to not have the desire to cut myself when I'm just feeling so out of control and just so wild and so lost about what to do next. It's the only thing I can think of. But regardless of any type of strategies that you may be employing yourself or people that you may know of, Let's just have the conversation more. 
let's be open and honest and share our feelings and really just communicate. As a society, I really hope that we can usher in more and better discussions when it comes to mental health, that we can create a culture in which we feel okay, at the very least, being vulnerable in our own personal struggles that we may be facing, that we can learn to validate and see people instead of dismissing experiences simply because they may not be our own, we may not see them, whatever the case may be. There have been many, many times when I have told people that I have depression and various anxieties and they look at me and they say, yeah, but you look like such a happy person. Secret, I've gotten really good at faking it and basically letting people in just enough to know that like, yeah, everything is fine. I'm great when internally I'm just a fucking mess. So just because you can't see somebody struggling doesn't mean it isn't there. That doesn't mean, however, that you have to take on a lot of additional responsibilities as if you need to diagnose people or you need to be everybody's safety net or you have to be a source of support for everybody. You are not a trained therapist unless you are. See, validate, listen, refer. But seeing people, validating experiences, listening without judgment, just being there for somebody can sometimes make a world of difference for someone. You may not see it, you may not believe it, but trust me, those things are huge. Let's have the conversations, let's be vulnerable, let's create a culture that validates, listens, and shows care. Let's all be the change that we really wanna see in this world. Let's do that together. We know people are struggling with mental health. They don't have to struggle alone. So let's have the conversations, increase our knowledge, increase our comfort, and just be there for one another. I think that's the part that I struggle with the most sometimes when I listen to judgments or news or whatever, is just that people are not showing up for their fellow human beings. And I really struggle to wrap my head around that sometimes. And I know I even very much toe the line between sharing an opinion and sharing judgment. I get that, I acknowledge that but let's just show up for one another. Showing up for your fellow person who at the very least deserves to be recognized as a human and validated and seen and listened to and shown just a nuance of respect. That's the very least we can offer each other. There's a lot more that we can and should do, but let's at least start there. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I really hope I was able to share something that either helps to validate something for you, give you a little bit of insight into mental health, or just spark your own discussion, dialogue, opinion on the topic. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you're notified of new episodes. Take care, love yourself, love others, and we'll talk again soon.